0: Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at TaylorConstructionEquipment.com or call 662 446 1048. Now get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian, Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Wednesday. There you go. This week already feels like it, it. We've it already feels like Egg Bowl week. I've already. That's how long this week has been. Is that it's already next week? Ugh. That's where we are. Not looking forward to that. Yeah. Well, you know that's how life goes sometimes.
1: Gives you a big kick in the Nords. Uh,
0: wherever you are in our great state, you can, mean, I want thank you guys for uh, tuning in to Super Talk Mississippi, supertalk.fm, or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churnin' and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive through over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It'd be a little weird, uh, Robbie. If Bruple was in Melba,
1: it would be a little weird. Mm. Sounds like a little old lady's name. It does. It does. Or, or do you remember hey Melba, Melba? Melba?
0: You remember Melba toast? No. Like Melba toast is something they used to put on your know, like like really <clears throat> old school restaurants where they have that little basket of crackers. Oh, oh yeah, Melba toast would be in there. It's like a oh,
1: like the the crackers. It's basically it's just toasted. Yeah. Yeah, I know something well. about
0: double toast. So there you go.
1: Take you some butter and spread it on it.
0: You're talking about language at that point. Yes. Any any restaurant that has yeah. the little basket of crackers automatically is going to be good. There's
1: there's gonna no going to have a going to have a great salad bar. Mm-hmm. Really good steak. Yeah, steak potato.
0: over rice. You know stuff like that.
1: The the bo- the salad bowl is that little wooden bowl. Yes. Yes. That that's exactly what they got a homemade
0: is. dressing probably. Yeah. Like now, we can give you ranch, Italian dressing, or we got, you know, the depot dressing.
1: And the the ranch, they just plop it down like mayonnaise. Oh, yeah, it just, it's, There's no liquid in it. It's just no, a big old. It's,
0: it's, a, it's a, a fancy French restaurant. would call that a canal, but it's a dollar <laughs> is what it is.
1: Yes.
0: Wherever you are, <laughs> if you have a restaurant like this, let us know. We'll come eat there.
1: Uh, the Country Kitchen.
0: Yes, yes. I, I, yeah, stuff like that strangebrewcoffeehouse.com that's the place to find strange brew coffee if you don't live in starville you don't live in tupelo you don't live in tuscaloosa head there and, and order something for the holiday season you know nothing better C- christmas morning you sit there open up the gifts what santa brought you and you got a cup of strange brew coffee going that's the holiday season there this is the year though i got to get them to change the uh i forget what they call it i think they call it sweater weather they're their christmas blend but I had I have I forgot I had a different name for it. I got to I got to remember what I wanted them to call it. Got to change that. But.
1: Not pumpkin spice. No,
0: no, no. It's it's Christmassy. It's, you know, it's got some Christmas notes to it.
1: Uh yeah. Call All I want what? for Christmas is brew.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> we have just got a billion dollar idea. <laughs> Can we get Mariah Carey on the phone? Get her people on. We're, we are going to. What? <laughs> yeah. Bobby Falk is working this morning. Good stuff. Ah, College Corner, College Corner Store.com. <laughs> I can't wait to text Shane. Ah, whoo. College Corner and College is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. Guys, this holiday season, You've got Mississippi State fans in your in your house. Hey, you may have an Ole Miss fan or two. First off, my condolences. But secondly, you've got to get them stuff for Christmas. So why not make a trip to College Corner and make it easy? Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Floyd by the Half Shell. Or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Anything maroon and white, they've got it at College Corner. Restaurant Tyler is Starville's flagship restaurant, and it is the place to be this holiday season. You know, the guest room. And and you know and the miracle under Maine that should be starting up soon. I would imagine probably just as soon as Thanksgiving gets gets uh gets done, and uh, just like a Christmas Wonderland where you can get hammered. It's just it's just the best of both worlds as far as I'm concerned. You know, okay. You hear those sleigh bells ringling, ting ting tingling too. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, and then you get great food because they get they, they they it's Restaurant Tyler, some of the best food in the South. Great steaks, great chops. Pasta, chicken—they've got it all. Enjoy yourself at Restaurant Tyler. I'm, I'm I'm in a good mood for some reason. I don't know why. Ah, uh, uh, God. Uh, Sixteen Priority One Bank. I had to think. Sixteen Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi. They're here to serve you. Sixteen Priority One Bank locations in Central Mississippi means there's one near you, so you can bank locally. It's just as important as shopping locally, eating locally this holiday season. Your local banks—they're a big part of your community. So check it out online priorityonebank.com find a location near you and open an account today let priority One Bank make you their priority later in the show uh we are going to be uh talking to future Brian our one and only correspondent here on the show he's gonna let us know what's going on with Mississippi State and uh their their game tonight against our Tuesday night against North Alabama third game of the season uh but we're gonna talk basketball here to start and, and Robbie We've only seen two games. Um, the the game against Arizona State. I don't know what Arizona State's going to be. They didn't look like a particularly great team, but State dominated that game from start to finish. UT Martin. I mean, they look like they could be a a decent. You know, it's not really Group of Five, Power Five in uh, in college basketball, but they look like they could be a decent team. Yeah, for, for sure. But one thing, no, for sure, one thing I'm going to say. I, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think. I think this Mississippi State team is very, very good. And that is before Shaq Moore and Tolu Smith return to the lineup. This is a good basketball team.
1: I think what you're seeing right now is the quality of depth that this team has this year. You know, last year, and I mean, no disrespect to him, but like Eric Reed's one of your top guys coming off the bench, and you're just not getting a ton of production from him. State's out there with five new guys early in the first half the other night. And I talked to Chris Jans about that, about, you know, just trying to figure out, you know, is he trying to figure out who fits where? Because so many guys played in that UT Martin game and they were still productive. Sean Jones had a really good game off the bench. Of course, Josh Hubbard did as well. And you're just seeing guys – Guy Chole had a really good game. You saw that. You're seeing guys really – up their game coming off the bench. And last year it was kind of hit or miss. So I think what you're seeing right now is Mississippi state is showing that it's going to have some really good depth that if Tola Smith gets in foul trouble, Jimmy Bell can come in there and get eight to 10 rebounds, maybe a couple of putbacks or something, you know, Guy Chole is even showing he can relieve somebody for a few minutes and the guards, obviously, can come in. Josh Hubbard can come in, and you don't miss a single beat at guard. Matter of fact, you might get more production at that position with him in the game. Sean Jones was excellent defensively the other night. I really like the depth of this team, and that's that's the 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 biggest thing to me is you, you're not relying on Tolu Smith to go out there and give you 20 points at 15 to 20 points a night. You're not relying on, you know, somebody has to hit – a shot, somebody's got to be hot. I mean, how many times were we thinking, man, if Iverson, Molinar, or DJ Stewart don't score 20 points, Mississippi State's going to lose. You know, last year, if Tolu Smith's in foul trouble, they're screwed. I don't feel like that with this team. I, I really feel like this team is capable of having a huge night regardless. You know, if, if Tolu's is not having a, a good night, I still feel good about this team.
0: I do too. You know, and that's something that, you know, a year ago, you you could have that. You could have state games where state was able to win, or totally wasn't at his best. But it was you had to drag that team kicking and screaming to get to that point. And it doesn't feel like it's going to be that way this year. And, and you know, and we haven't really seen the best yet of Andrew Taylor. Has not really performed well to this point. You mentioned, you know, I think Keyshawn Murphy can be a guy who contributes minutes, valuable minutes. At some point, he's got some offensive, uh, some some game to give there, and then Moore and Smith, we already know what what you're getting from them. Hubbard is such an interesting guy to me because I I thought when State was able to get him, I was like, this is a guy who could make a a big impact right off the bat because he just provides that that offensive spark they may missed a year ago. He and Trey Fort to me are are just. They are. They they might be this the X factor of the season. You know, normally we do one game to game, but if those two guys, you know, I don't expect them to continue to average twenty points a game or anything like that. But if I can get twenty points a game combined from them, from those two guys, this is a team that can go a long, long way. But we say all that. One thing hasn't changed. This team is still a hammer and anvil when it comes to defense. They are. They 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 haven't let up a beat on that.
1: No, the, this team looks just as good as they have been. I mean, they were just stifling in those first two ball games, and I, I think that's just going to be what this team is as long as he's here. Like I, I, I never believe that Mississippi State is not going to come out and play good defense. That their offense might be up and down; they might have a bad night shooting or whatever, but the defense is going to travel, and that is to me, huge. Because you can give your chance we, – we talked about this last year a ton. You can give your team a chance on any given night to beat somebody when you play defense like that. Right. You know, offense is super exciting. It's kind of – it's a little different than what you see on the football field. To me, like, I want an exciting offense on the football field. And if defense gives up 25 points a game, if I can score, you know, 40, I'm good. Right. In basketball, I feel a little different about that. If your defense is good every single game, there's going to be nights where you have a good offensive ball game that can get you over the hump. The Mississippi State has the right idea, but the the biggest takeaway that I had from Chris Jans from year one and year two is he identified that (laughs) – I don't know how you could not, but he identified that this team has got to get better offensively. You can't just rely on this defense. Right. And what he do, he went out there and got Trey Fort, who is a a guy that can fill it up on any given night. I don't care who he's playing, who he's going up against. This guy can flat-out shoot it. He went and got Josh Hubbard. I know Andrew Taylor hasn't done anything yet, but that's a guy that's capable of doing it. Jaquan Scott, he got pieces. He went to the portal and he went to high school recruiting and he got pieces that can help them get over that hump. And that takes you from a team that's, you know, just a pesky team like they were last year to a contender, and that that's what I think this team can be this year if they continue to have guys that can rise up and hit shots like Trey Ford and Josh Hubbard.
0: Yeah, there, there's no question about that. I got a huge kick out of Jans on Saturday when he told us he's like, I told you guys we were going to be better at three point shooting this year. Of course, we were dead last last year, so I had a whole lot of wiggle room on that, is what he said. I thought that was absolutely hilarious um so we think this team is good that that's you know we're, we're gonna start from that point can they be great when tolu is back can they be one of the top 10 15 teams in the country
1: yeah I mean I think they I think they can a- absolutely be a team I, I don't know I don't know if like elite is that but I think this could be a top 15 team. I mean, last year they were ranked inside the top 15 in non-conference play, and I, I know they kind of spiraled a little bit. But I, I think this team is a top 25 team, and I think they can they can really take it to the next level whenever Tolu's back. And we haven't even seen Shaq more yet. I mean, how important was Shaq to that team last year? Huge. Absolutely huge. So – yeah, I mean I'm sure you're looking at the same thing I am right. Uh, we
0: are both looking at the same thing. I'm trying to keep this podcast on the basketball uh trail but regardless of that
1: um how do you fake that?
0: Uh we are uh, we apparently you can uh you can edit that too cuz it it looks like you yeah. edited it, so Basketball? Basketball. This is oh, a basketball I podcast.
1: I know, but it's just a it's Right now everything's haywire, um,
0: but yeah, back to you, Cotton. I know, right? Um, you know these th- this non-conference schedule. I think is is perfect for a team that's missing its superstar, in that there's not there there are good teams on it, quality teams, teams that'll be bubble teams, and and some of these uh, you know group of five teams as it were. Are, are teams that could possibly end up in the NCAA tournament, or I'm sorry, hold on. I know he's gone, but I, could he end up in the NCAA 2 a tournament? Uh, but there's not anybody that you just like. Oh, that's that's a real challenge for them, you know. That, that, but I, I think Ken Palm had state favorite all the way in every game up until conference play starts. Robbie, if this team, again, we're 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 speculating quite a bit here, but if they are able to get off to that kind of start, where they're they're undefeated, or maybe only one loss when Tolu gets back at the start of conference play. I mean, they're not only just going to be in the tournament, they're going to be like a three or four seed.
1: It's so huge to survive this. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel so much better about the schedule, by the way, after seeing them against Arizona State, because I think Arizona State is going to be a solid team. I don't, I don't think they're going to be a top 25 team or anything like that, but it's a power five team with power five players. And you went out there and just absolutely just... Choke the life out of them pretty much. And I, I look at the rest of the schedule and it's not super daunting. Yeah. I mean, I think Washington State will be a challenge. I think Rutgers probably going to be a challenge. They got some mm-hmm. size.
0: Georgia Tech in Atlanta will be a, a challenge.
1: Maybe they're. Do you know you who know, Georgia
0: Tech's coach is, by the way, off the top of your head?
1: Uh, Who is it? Damon Stoudamire. That's what I was going to say, but it didn't want to sound stupid. Uh,
0: no, you were—you would have been right. You should have said it.
1: He was at Arizona, right?
0: He was he played at Arizona, yeah. And then you know, long career in the NBA, um, and now now the head coach at, uh, at Georgia Tech replaced it. old Passner. Finally, uh, finally got got out of there. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, that's that, but that's you know, that's part of that ACC challenge. I mean. It doesn't really kill you if you lose it because it's on the road, but if you win that game, that's probably quad two at worst. Could be quad one, just depending on what Georgia Tech is this year. State has a lot of opportunities for quad two and quad ones with these neutral site games. Because,
1: I mean, what is a what is an acceptable record coming out of non conference for you for this team to if they have kind of maintain their goals if
0: they have three or less losses. Three, three would be the maximum you can. Because I, I do think the tournament committee gives you some leeway if you're missing a star player.
1: Yeah, they should.
0: And they do. I, I mean, they, just, they use that human element.
1: They do that. So no, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying like that's that should be a right part of the process.
0: So they'll look at it and go, look, yeah, they didn't have their best guy. But I mean, again, you know, we this is this what what we're seeing from this team right now is something we said over and over again last year, and it was just like they don't have to be great offensively. They just needed to be a little better. And they would have been no doubt in the tournament, not in the play-in game, into the second weekend probably, if they had just been a little bit better offensively. This team, I mean, at the at at the minimum, is a little bit better offensively. And if they can still get that same defensive effort that we're talking about here, they're just going to be incredibly difficult to beat. So... And then you look around the SEC, I mean, you know, you've got some good teams in the SEC, but nobody's unbeatable. There's there's no team that you're just like, okay, they, they're miles ahead of everybody else. I mean, Arkansas, Tennessee, you know, those are really good teams, but they're not unbeatable. State's had the upper hand with Arkansas for the past decade, basically. Uh, Howland, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, was very successful against them, and then State got them last year uh, as well. And, you know, Tennessee, you know, that's that's a series where State has struggled a little bit, but. You know, again, they're just not an unbeatable force out there in the conference this year. So this this team and where they're headed and where, where they're going, it, it looks very positive thus far.
1: My big concern is, I think two losses is max. I think they need to get through this with two losses or less. And the reason I say that is the first part of the conference schedule is not easy. No, it's not. And I mean, there's there's really no easy parts of the schedule in conference play to be honest with you i mean it's not the conference is is fairly strong at this point Mm -hmm. but the thing is i think it's going to take tolu a little bit to get going yeah we saw this a couple years ago you you kind of need to give yourself some leeway and not have a whole lot of hits in here and non-conference right so you know what i mean probably a couple of weeks before you really feel good about Tolu by the time he gets back, and South Carolina and, and Vanderbilt, maybe Florida is the only games in there that you feel like are
0: you're, fairly you're safe. Long, but at the same time, I think Paul Jones of On3Sports, I, I, that's that website, I keep bringing that up. Uh, I don't know why. That, but he he thinks that he he is of the belief um, that, uh, that Tolu will be back before mid-January. I think
1: that's a possibility as well. I think, so, I think Chris Jans is setting expectations low on his return, mm-hmm. and then if he comes back earlier, that's great. If you can get him around New Year's, and ha- like give him maybe he can play that last game against Bethany Cookman or or something. Yeah, I mean that'd be great. But I, you know, just for the sake of where Chris Jans said he was going to return, I, I think it's imperative for State to get things going. And I think that you'll see Keyshawn Mur- Murphy probably in the next uh, probably next month around this time. He should be coming back. I, I think he's getting close. Um, hadn't started practicing yet, but I do think he will be a big lift.
0: Absolutely. So. Yeah, I, I just because it's just another piece. That's the one. Yeah. thing this team, you know, think about last year, we were thinking about like, like Eric Reed coming off the bench. I mean, he he didn't give you anything. Um, you know, Will McNair gave you something, but right now it just feels like you've got guys. You've got options on the bench that you can put different lineups out there. If somebody gets into foul trouble, you know, Saturday, Trey Ford got into foul trouble. Didn't play most of the first half, but did it matter? No. Josh Hubbard just came out there and hit some shots. So, yeah, they've got depth. They've got a lot working for them right now, and, and it's really going well. Is it going well, though? They did play a game that we, you and I, don't know the result to. So let's find please, out. Please,
1: please. I hope it went well. Yeah,
0: It had to have gone well, right? All right. Let's go now to our one and only correspondent here on the uh, Thunder and Lightning podcast, our good friend, Future Brian, who will also handle the ad read for us. Thanks, guys. This is Future Brian reporting to you from the future. Before we get into the game, let's thank our sponsors over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef is... It's what's for dinner. If you're cooking out this weekend, and I know that you are cooking out this weekend, how do I know that? Because I'm from the future. Then you need to throw some beef on the grill. And you did. So you made it easy on yourself. I'm telling you guys, this weekend, it's the weekend before Thanksgiving, make it easy on yourself. Just fire up the grill, a little charcoal in there, get it hot, throw a steak on there, nothing to it, 30 minutes, and you can have dinner On the table for you and your family. Beef. It's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the hot heart of the cotton. I don't know what the hot of the carton district. The hot of the carton district. I don't know what to think about that. In the heart of the cotton district, though, is where you will find Two Brothers Smoked Meats. The home of smoked southern soul food. If you're going to be in Starkville this weekend, great place to go Friday night. Great place to go Saturday. Get in, get in there after the game at Davis Wade Stadium. Grab a table. Great spot to watch college football for the rest of the day. And enjoy some fantastic food. Somebody tweeted at me last week. They were like, not sure what to get. It all looks good. And I just said, prime rib sandwich. And they said, good call. Why? Because the food's great at Two Brothers. And don't forget, when you eat there, you're supporting the Bulldog Initiative. Great products and great service. Is what every business likes to promise you, but they deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems. They've been doing it now for 49 years. That's a long time to be doing anything, guys. But keeping a business open that long, there's only one way. There's only one path forward, and that is by taking care of your customers. So you know, you are guaranteed that when you buy a product from Advantage Business Systems, when you install a copy or a printer that they've sold you, They're going to back it up with great service, and they've been doing it for 49 years. What more do you need to know? Give them a call today, 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at The Rogue is where your next polo or quarter zip needs to come from And I do mean that because they have an incredible selection, great-looking polos, stylish polos. You're not going to be wearing three colors. You're not going to be wearing a logo that's the size of a baby's head. You're going to be wearing a cool, simple, maroon, white polo with the interlocking MSU with the state script. You're going to look great. That's what Dad wants to do this holiday season. Shop at The Rogue in Jackson or online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at The Rogue good news guys it's a win Mississippi State 81 North Alabama 54. I will say that out North Alabama made this game interesting in the second half we're able to cut the Bulldog lead down to three but then state finishes on a massive scoring run I think I think it was a 39 to 10 run uh something like that to close out the game and end up winning the game by 27 the under is now two and one two and one on the season. Two Bulldogs in double figures. Josh Hubbard, the second-leading scorer with 12 points. Not a great shooting night for him. A really good shooting night for the Bulldogs, though, 47% from the uh, field. But Jimmy Bell Jr., what a revelation this guy has been. 14 points and 14 rebounds, three block shots as well. He played exceptionally well for Mississippi State. Gal, Choi, Gal Chol, I'll get it right eventually, four points for him, one rebound. So not the same kind of night he had the night before, but really didn't need it with Jimmy Bell Jr. giving you 14 points, 14 rebounds in 24 minutes. What's, what's the plus minus on that? 49. No, right, that's, that's, for the, that's for the year. 22. Goodness gracious. I mean, that's, that's, I mean honestly, if I, if I told you Tolu Smith started this game and I said, yeah, he had 14 and 14, you would say, yeah, that sounds about right. That's a good night for Tolu. And that's what you're getting out of the guy that you've brought in to back him up. That is a fantastic number for Mississippi State. Trey Fort, uh, nine points for him uh, on three of seven shooting. Cam Matthews, a good shooting night. Only three, he's three or four from the field, but six six rebounds. DJ Jeffrey's got a couple to fall finally. Eight points for him, four rebounds. And Shaq Moore back in the starting lineup after his two-game suspension. Eight points for him on three of four shooting. State not great from behind the arc, but seven makes. I mean, again, you think about a season ago, if you told me the state took 26 three-pointers, I would have told you they probably made three. Now they're making seven. So that's I me. Mean, that's improvement, as as Lou Brown, the manager of the Cleveland Indians at one time, would uh, would say. So yeah, state goes to three and zero on the season. They have a mid uh, a midweek, or I guess a weekend tournament uh, this weekend. One of those out of town um, tournaments over in Connecticut. I, I assume. You, let's let, let's find out. We'll just do a quick Google here of where Uncasville, Connecticut. What 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 uh. What casino is there? Is that where the Mohegan Sun is? That is where the Mohegan Sun is. That's a big uh, casino up there. So they take on Washington State this Saturday. That's at 11 a.m., so it tips off at the same time uh, as the uh, the uh, USM game. That game is on, that is on ESPN+, Plus, which is the same place that the uh, – you can, I'm sorry. The SEC Network Plus is where the football game is. So you need something if you want to watch this basketball game. You have to have an ESPN Plus subscription. This is not available on SEC Network Plus. So uh, you need to subscribe to that if you if you uh, if you want to be able to watch this game on Saturday. Then they will take on the winner of Northwestern and or of Ro- Northwestern and Rhode Island. Uh, on Saturday, on Sunday, if they play the loser's bracket, it's at noon, the winner's bracket is at 2:30. That game will be televised on either ESPN2 or ESPN U. Going back to what the guy said earlier in the show, though, this team is good, and they keep finding it's been a different guy every week, or every game so far through these three games. And what I find interesting is it's been a newcomer every game. It was Trey Ford in game one, it was Josh Hubbard in game two, and then tonight it's Jimmy Bell, Jr. Uh, Andrew Taylor nine points for him too. I forgot to mention that. That's a that's a good sign for Mississippi State. They want to get him going. You can just you know the veterans are going to be there for you when 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 you need them there, and of course when Tolu gets back as well. So getting these young guys and these newcomers the confidence of playing this well early in the season, it can't be understated how important that is for Mississippi State for Chris Jans and this team. So a really great start to the season. Now three and zero on the year. Uh, I mean, when you look at the, these next few weeks, I mean, they've got some games. You know, th- this uh, this tournament will be you know will be interesting. Nichols is a game; they should be able to win that game. But Nichols did go to LSU and win the other night. Now LSU is still trying to you know get things back together from the uh, from when their entire team left after the Will Wade incident. Georgia Tech dropped a really bad game tonight. I, I believe it was to some version of UMass. Uh, let me let me let me get the exact name of the school here. They lost to the UMass Lowell Riverhawks, 74-71. So that game on the road, but you know, it, it, as it sits here today, it looks like a winnable game for Mississippi State. Then they play Southern. That's Southern University, December 3rd. Uh, then Tulane in Atlanta on a Saturday in Atlanta, Georgia. Tulane is a, a decent team, but that should be a winnable game. Murray stayed at home. North Texas on the road. Uh, in uh, not on the road; it's on a neutral site. That's at uh, that's in Tupelo. Then up to Newark to play Rutgers. Finish out with Bethune Cookman. Guys, State's going to be favored in most of these games, if not all. They have a legit chance to be they the, they will be the favorite. I think in almost all of these games. If as the guys are talking about, if they can uh, if they can be you know one loss or undefeated at the end of this, when they get into conference play. Well, they're just going to be in great shape and 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 poised to not only just, you know, be in the tournament discussion but to not be in the bubble discussion to be in the okay, this team, you know, they're locked in as a 4 or 5 seed, which Mississippi State fans haven't been able to enjoy in quite some time. So all right, let's take it back to present day. Let's go back to the studio with Brian and Robbie. All right, thanks to Future Brian. Hope he had some good news there. Tomorrow's pod, we're back with some more football talk. We're going to talk to Ross Dellinger of Yahoo Sports about this coaching search, and we're going to talk to Luke Johnson from the Eagle Hour and Super Talk uh, South in South Mississippi about the USM game and his thoughts on the Golden Eagle. So a lot for to talk about on tomorrow's pod. Guys, have a great one. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Dad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.